Blog Talk Radio. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out, it will be out. Oh, one day, when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be the heavens, no man, no weapon, formed against, yes, glory is destined, everyday women and men become legends, sins that go against our skin become blessings, the movement is a rhythm to us, freedom is like religion to us, justice is juxtaposition in us, justice for all just ain't specific enough, one son died, his spirit is revisiting us, true and living, living in us, resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walked through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots, we on the ground. The camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, one when the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, no. Every man, woman, and child Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd They march with the torch, we gon' run with it now Never look back, we done gone hundreds of miles From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero Facing the league of justice, his power was the people Enemy is lethal, a king became regal Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego The biggest weapon it's to stay peaceful, we sing, our music is the cuts that we bleed through Somewhere in the dream we had an epiphany Now we right the wrongs in history No one can win a war individually It takes the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy Welcome to the story we call victory The coming of the Lord, my eyes have seen the glory One day, when the glory comes, it will be
The Atlanta Mardi Gras Ball is returning once again. Saturday, February the 7th, 2015, to celebrate and pay homage to the Carnival's most popular tradition. From Mobile, Alabama to Atlanta, Georgia, let the good times roll. Text ATL Mardi Gras to 545454. Again, that's just text ATL Mardi Gras to 545454. It's a BYOB affair. Tell them the Empress sent you. Starting January the 7th, Love Lessons are going live on the Empire. We're going to learn about love, the types of love, and explore the reasons why we are or are not in love. Everybody is love and is made in the image of it, but what exactly are we reflecting? What are we drawing to ourselves? Let's learn about love together. Call in on Wednesdays at 8 Central with the Empress and guest co-hosts who too want to weigh in on what love means, how it's used to grow. Every Wednesday for the month of January at 646-478-5625 at 8 Central where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah. Hello. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yes, we are on. We are on the air. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is January, and I have to think about the date because the month is flying by. It's like I cannot keep up, but tonight, I know it's Wednesday. It's January the 14th, 2015, and tonight we are on our second session of the Love Sessions here on the Empire. And tonight we have special guest, Dr. Elder Brother, <laughs> Walter Scott. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on tonight, and right before we get started, there was a lot of things in the news, and I want to do a little introduction for what is coming up next. Of course, on Wednesdays all month, we're going to be having our love sessions next week. On Wednesday, we'll have Mr. Jeremiah on with Lutus Love, which is something I I didn't even know what that was. I still don't really know what it was, what it is. I, I, I call myself trying not to study too much on any of them so that I could learn along with our listeners. But we're going to do Lutus Love on next Wednesday. But on this Sunday, we're going to do Conspiracy Theory. You know, I was sitting with one of my mentors who is Sly King of 1077 FM here in Birmingham, Alabama, and we were having a discussion about what is true and what is not true, what is real and what's theory. And he seems to believe some things that I couldn't believe he believed. Like he thinks (laughs) that this whole Bill Cosby deal is a joke, like it's people just trying to ruin him and distract us from some other big grand plan. And so I decided we're going to do a show about it because a lot of people think that way. A lot of people think, you know, there's an ulterior motive for a lot. You know, the Illuminati, the Bill Cosby, the Sandy Hook. Even some people think that 9-11 was just a farce, like it wasn't real. I, I, I don't know. We're going to talk about that. But tonight we're going to talk about love. And, again, I want to welcome our guest speaker tonight, Mr. Walter Scott. Are you ready? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> well, you're so welcome now. Tonight mm-hmm. is about agape love. And, you know, I thought that I was the only person who had um, not been referenced or very well versed with the different types of love. So, of course, I did have to look them up. And there is, are as many as six different types. And it just depends on where you look and what it's about 
and agape is no different. Now, just the general definition of it is selfless, sacrificial, unconditional love, and it even was broken down into different types. So if I were to ask you just to simply define agape love, what what would you say it is, just to start? When I I look at, um, again, thank you for um, having me on tonight. I always look forward to to speak and um, do things like this to to bless the people. So, again, I thank you, Mm -hmm. Empress, for inviting me. Um, When I look at this word love, um, um, I know most of the time we come from a from a Greek perspective of it, as far as in our, our English our vocabulary. Um, uh-huh. I also look at it because I, I give my time deeply to the Hebrew and um, in Hebrew the Hebrew study. Uh, uh-huh. A lot of times the Greek actually um, tries to define the Hebrew words, but I always tell people that, he, that the Greek can't touch the Hebrew. <laughs> When it okay. comes to breaking down words, and um, and I think the Hebrew will give it give it a little bit more of a um, a definition. Um, but when you look at the the word um, love or agape love in the Hebrew, you find the word ahava. Um, ahava is is a is a Hebrew word. It is actually breaking up. It's broken down into three basic um, Hebrew Hebrew letters, but down into two uh-huh. parts. But when you when you actually break them down, you'll find that there's two separate parts, and one is to give. Um, the second one is um, also of the love, and uh, for the for the other to receive, and um, and and that's something that we have to, to to understand a lot of times. That when we look at love, we look at love just from a perspective of the Greek, um, showing. Uh, I like to say, let's say, let's use the the the, the area of how God supplied us. With whatever we need to make in this in this earth, to me that is that is a that is an excellent love. And when we view that type of love, we need to view it in a form of um, being supplied. I think that um, that we all like to be supplied with with a, a affectionate love. Um, and first, it needs to be a, a godly love. Because if you say you love God, and if you love people, you should love you know the way you love God. Uh, on the Hebrew, we call him Yah. But um, if you love God, you should want to share that same affection, that same affection to a human being. Um, and I think a lot of times we find ourselves in trouble because we don't know how to give the love that we should be given. We just want to take. But when you when you give and the person also receives, that allows the connection of the two. So with agape love, they we like to say, you know, God love. But but in the same way how God gave us, he gives us life, we should give him back the praise, the worship, things like that that he rightfully deserves. So that once again, that connection is valuable um, when it comes to, 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 to the love that he speaks about when we speak about agape from a, from a Hebrew perspective. Um, uh-huh. And go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's great. I was going to ask, though, is agape love only relative to your having the understanding that it's related to, uh, you know, and I and I believe in Jesus. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't have a problem saying God. I do understand that. you. Did you say Yah or Yahweh, or is that different? Right. I'm not we call there, them, We call Yes, it's Yahweh. It's Yahweh actually. Uh, uh, some people just say some of us just say Yah when it comes to to the Father uh-huh. God, and that's what uh-huh. a source. That's what a source 
a little thrive to what he had given to his son, and and, and for him to come down and, and and die for our sins, he had to have that type of love, you know, that came from the source, the Father, okay. you know, in order okay. to to do what he needed to do for us in order to have salvation. And um, and to me, uh, as a as a husband or or whatever you may be to the to the other person that you're with, um, that same type of love should be given, partner. Okay. And um, and a lot of times we 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 miss out on that part um, to to give that pure uh, we say unconditional that unconditional type of love uh, wholehearted uh-huh. you know type of love um, usually somebody won't want to do something in order to get something you know right and a lot of, right. That, a lot of times we got to watch that because um, that's uh-huh. what gets us in trouble because when somebody stops doing or you stop giving and you can't get back anything, then it causes a problem, you know, in the in the relationships. Uh, I don't care if it's your spiritual your spiritual life or whatever it may be, the love has to be has to be has it needs to be consistent. It needs to be unreserved, unrestricted, and unquestioning. And um and, and I'm happy that I said that word unquestioning because a lot of times when we deal with love and the love relationship with people uh-huh. we find ourselves questioning. You know, uh-huh. a lot, and and that other person shouldn't feel that way. You know, uh-huh. that they have to question the love of the individual that they're with. And um, now, let me let me ask you this: You said the three parts were give, taking part in, and so is uh, it really of the love? Is that are those the three parts that you were saying that were necessary to kind of give the basic uh, understanding of agape love? Give well, participation actually, actually it, will be, it will be two parts. It will be two parts okay. in that. Um, but uh, okay. we got to understand what, when um, the, the word is um, bro- broken down, the word ahava uh-huh. is breaking out into three, into three, into three letters that are in Hebrew. But in two parts, we can define them by number one to give, and the, uh, the oh. other part is 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 love and to receive, and. Um, Connecting those two, it is very important. That's where the connection, you know, the connection lies. But if there's any uh-huh. any sabotaging on any end, whether the other two uh-huh. parts, that again is where the trouble, you know, will come in in relationships today, whether it's um, with one another, or in a way that it may be spiritual, also. Because uh-huh. many people say that they 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 say, they say that they love God, but then uh-huh. at the same time. When you look at the work of what they do, you don't see the works adding up to what you said. If you love me, then you said keep my commandments, etc. So right. It has right. to be a it has to be a, you know a connection of on both parts. And I think once that, especially um, partners learn how to to um, understand that, then I, I think we can work out a lot of issues. But we don't work on love itself enough. Mm-hmm. Just broken down that people it is to um to have um that that substance that that will be quality. You know we have to have that in order to make it in life today. You know just just basic. That's just the basic anatomy to that word. Now um do you because with that definition and if I'm wrong tell me I'm wrong. Oh, Are you saying <laughs> that love has to be in its completeness when you put those two parts to the other part, 
and there's no deceit on either end or no letting out on either end that it is reciprocal. Is it really love if you don't get it back, if you're just the giver, giver, giver? Is it really love or or is that just somebody that's that's missing love? Because okay. I, I, I say it without saying by mistake sometimes mm-hmm. and I don't I have never heard it broken down like this ever before. Mm-hmm. I'm not versed in Hebrew and I've I just don't know that love doesn't come back. I thought that it had to come back. Like if you give it, it'll come back if it's real love, right? Or is that right. wrong to think like that? Mm-hmm. Right, I, I believe love produces fruits. It should pr- produce good fruits. Um, mm-hmm. One way to know that that something is not love is that it produces bad fruit. Anything that pr- produces um, bad fruit, it needs to be cut away, uh, whether it be the branch or, or the root. Um, I tell individuals all the time, um, um, and, and we say it uh, here throughout the Christian church all the time. You know, God don't like divorce. You know, well, I know mm-hmm. He doesn't like divorce. You know, but at the same time, mm-hmm. if if you're connected with someone that's not giving you the the love that you that you need back, and they're not trying to to get in order with the Father's love and or the Spirit's love, which we call the Ruach Hakodesh love, then mm-hmm. that that individual will produce nothing but bad fruit for your life. And you have to be careful because at the same time, you know, the Father doesn't want his people or his children to sit in something that's not going to produce anything healthy, you know, back uh-huh. towards. So like you said, you should be able to reciprocate that toward one another. That should be some good fruit uh-huh. coming. And a lot of times people will find themselves sitting in something that is um, that is not the love that we're talking about, agape. And uh-huh. I, I tell people all the time, if you're sitting in love, something that you call love that is not producing love, you know, you can cut your way, yourself away from that because if you sit yourself in that and this, this individual is not going to produce any type of love to where that is a godly love or even in the direction uh-huh. of that. You honestly, uh-huh. you know, like I said, people say God don't like divorce. We know that. But at the uh-huh. same time, that's not like his own to be sitting in a mess when they can have, uh-huh. they can have a, a, a good life by themselves. You know, uh-huh. be honest with you and get closer to him. So, so yes, that love it has to be a, a connecting love to where it produces uh, good fruit on either side. Okay, so that's a must. Mm-hmm. So your definition of agape love is consistent, unquestioning love, where God is the expression of it. Uh, right, is that, that, that would be a good that? one. Yes, okay, that so would be that is if, a good way to put it. What if a person doesn't? "Quote unquote," have a God or know a God? Is this a, 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 a type of love that they can even experience? Because from what you're explaining, it sounds like agape may be the the father of all other potential right. types of gods uh, yeah. of love. Of love, uh, that's uh, right. Right. So mm-hmm. how that's can right. they find how can they find it if they don't know God? How can they okay. find it? Let's just put it this way. We'll take we'll take um, the spiritual the spiritual way uh, a, a scriptural way of love away. Let's just do that. Okay. Okay. Now, still, I can look up. I can just use just regular Hebrew in this in this state of um you know finding the find, understanding a uh, 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 love. I, I'll use regular I'll use regular English. Just put it that way. There's another way 
of um, a love, a definition of love, uh, that would be something as to being, let's say, wide open. Okay. Now, okay. individuals do not they do not know know God or whatever God for their life. But okay. in the same sense, that individual still searches search for something. One of those things, one of those things, you know, it, it has to be, it has to be, it has to be love. Even for the individual that says there is no God, to be honest with you, yet they seek, they will seek love. They will seek love whether or not giving a God a credit, you know, for that love, okay. um, which from a spiritual aspect, we know one of the foundations, the main foundation of love would have to be of who we worship as. You know, we say you. you well, most people say Jesus. Uh, you know, we say Yeshua, et cetera. Okay. But even in even in their way and their manner, there has to be there has to be in them something, you know, that okay. that requires to be loved. Whether okay. they feel like it's drawn from a, some energy or wherever it may be, they still have okay. that 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 thing deep inside of. I like to call it a light that they may not even know that was put in them by the Father. They still desire love. They, do, they still desire respect. They still desire a relationship. Um, I, I know some who are Scientologists or what it may be, you know, that's into that area. Um, but they still require to be respected, and they, re- they still require to be loved. And I use that those on words to be wide open. And when uh-huh. you hear those words, it means to be be open, you know, to receive or whatever, and not closed up and and, and pushing away. And um, mm-hmm. and and for somebody who who may not know God or whatever it may be, you know, they still require something, and that is that is to be open, to be accepted, respected. In other words, still to be loved. And mm-hmm. even though we teach that it takes to have the spirit in you to love. You know, in a in a affectionate way, in a positive way, you know, they still have that 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 basis also to be respected, to be fulfilled, you know, to have something to stand on, and uh, and I think that still um, it still goes for them, you know, in that same way. Now that just made my mind go to so many different places because when you said wide open and not being closed up. The the, mm-hmm. the things that came into my mind were the very, very young and the very, very old. Those mm-hmm. the spirits of those persons are just so similar, and all you all you want to do is just love on them and, and touch them and and hold them and because it's so pure. And I think they're they're the closest that you can be to, to God or your, right. like you were saying, like your higher being and those sorts of things. Is there any? person or any being where that is just snuffed out or cut off because you know you can see some people that say that they love and it's just not anything loving about it like I mean it it doesn't resonate of love like you know you rec- I, I think love is 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 an action just like other things and like when you when you say a word it should peak some kind of characteristic or it should be something like and like Mm-hmm. The way people even talk to you should be like we even say loving talk or she has a loving way, so you can kind of see the godliness in them. But there are there are people, and I know you have 
had to have come in contact with people. They just like, I, Lord, I have mercy. Like, what is, what's wrong with that person? Like, there's nothing that that speaks of love, that speaks of even being open, that speaks of even having any light. It's like, so I know that more more than 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 not, something has probably happened to to bring them to that place. But are you saying that everybody has? Some part of God in them. Mm-hmm. I, I believe. I believe without a shadow of doubt that there is mm-hmm. some light in them, and um, mm-hmm. and that way, that way they will be without excuse, an excuse when they stand before the mm-hmm. Messiah, the Messiah, and um, say that they did not know. Because I think that He put in them right from wrong. First of all, He mm-hmm. put in them right from mm-hmm. wrong. That light, that light, whether you want to see that light or not. Mm-hmm. That it, that's totally up to the individual. Um, I'm gonna say this with them. I'm gonna try to break it down if I can. Okay. I can yeah. When I look at the word love, I look at the the individual. Okay. We'll use um, let's say, hmm. Yeah. Okay. A nylon, let's use just a simple object like a nylon sock. Okay. Mhm. All right. When you when you um. When I ask you what fabric um, is a that particular sock made of, what would you tell me if I told you? Go ahead. I tell you the characteristics of it, like it's soft or the color. Right. Of it. If I said, right. If I, if I said it was a nylon sock, what fabric would you tell me? Like a stocking. Right. Like some, a you know, like like some made out of nylon. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, now. Mm-hmm. Now in our in our English over here, we think that that is actually why it's called a nylon sock. Okay, mm-hmm. but in actuality, the nylon sock is not called nylon. Um, it's not called a nylon sock because it's a nylon fabric. It's called nylon because there are actually two companies to where a sock is produced. That particular sock is produced uh, major places in the, in this world. One of them is mm-hmm. New York, and one of them is London. Mm-hmm. So oh, wow. what they did was they took the NY and they used the LON out of London and they just put them together and you have nylon. In the same okay. way I look at the word love, I look at the word love in a way of the Hebrew broken down in a simple matter of uh, of how it actually teaches me to love and that is in a way to give. That is okay. also to have a receiver who's willing to connect with me like as we went over earlier. So with that uh-huh. individual, if you give me enough time around that individual, uh-huh. I can sit and watch the characteristics of how this person acts and how they do uh-huh. as far as how they, how they, you know, their mannerism, things like that. Uh-huh. And they may not, they may not ever um, give anything to you that seems like they, they may know how to love in any kind of way, like when you're talking uh-huh. to them personally. But uh-huh. if you if you sit there and watch them and you talk to them enough, and you see and find out why, pretty soon you pretty much see what's been what's been hidden inside of them, that he did put some kind of light, you know, there for them. Mm-hmm. It's just that mm-hmm. they haven't fed it enough, or nobody has ever dissected enough to find out why they are like that. And some people mm-hmm. have, have gotten to a point, especially men, men, men build walls around their mm-hmm. heart so high to where mm-hmm. – they come to a point to not knowing how to love how they should, but the love, the light is there behind the wall, uh-huh. and they may carry it. They may carry that 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 attitude with them. They may carry that hurt with them. They may 
they may carry that attitude of I got to have all the women. But one uh-huh. thing that is very important that love that mother that mother we don't uh-huh. give we don't give a lot of um, we don't give a lot of women credit um, in the area of, of of raising men young men. But that love uh-huh. from the mother it is there uh-huh. it is it is put uh-huh. in them there uh-huh. and once. One, uh-huh. A lot of times, that's why that's why you see the, um, the, the 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 people or the kids or whomever. It don't matter the age; they run back to their mom because that's the person uh-huh. that first taught them how to love. Uh-huh. But when they're around us, they don't show that love. But the mom sees because she knows she was there when it was put there. You know, it is it was put wow. in, it was put in him when she was in that person was in that that mother's womb. So she knows uh-huh. that that individual knows love is that when they're around us. They cannot, they would not show that love, but a lot of times it's because life, life has taken uh-huh. a toll on individuals, and they don't know how to express love. So I believe with all my heart that love is there. That's why I never give up on individuals. And I know there's some uh-huh. people you just can't be around. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But yeah. there is love. There is some light in individuals that, um, that, that light, whether it's being produced, to where it can shine more or whether it's just hidden. That's totally upon the individual's um life, attitude, et cetera, et cetera. But that love is there. It just need it needs to be fed. Um one of the things that my brothers um back in Alabama what they do in their in their ministry, um and yeah, um in um that area, northeast Alabama Jasmine area, um they make it the word so pure that a lot of people wonder how do we have so many men in that ministry? You know, mm-hmm. we're we're not a, we're not we're, we we know what it takes. Uh, we're we're Hebrew Israelites. We know what it takes to um, mm-hmm. to go out here and get men and to tear those walls down. You know, from their hearts because we've been there. He's showing us a tool of how to to um, bring his love out of them. Those guys, how to how to how they can walk forward. And and the Hebrew teaching shows us that you know there's just a there's just a deeper um deeper 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 teaching in the Hebrew teaching that 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 shows us that path to how to get to a man's heart and even with this basic word these words like godly love you know we know that there is a deeper love than what we understand with the Greek it really is. Where? How did you come? I, I, I'm almost about to answer my own question. I think, but how did you even that? What have you always known about this Hebrew uh, agape love, or was this something that was introduced to you? Because, like, when when you say my Hebrew Israelite brothers, some people just like me would be like, who? Like what? Mm-hmm. What makes that any different from, say, a Christian set of brothers, mm-hmm. or um, you know, uh, any other religious movement mm-hmm. title, name of brothers? What's the difference between Hebrew uh, experiences of love and versus, like, I would say, Western love? Okay, um, um, let me make it clear again. As we said, in Hebrew Israelite. We're not black mm-hmm. Hebrew Israelites. That's not us. Okay, but we are okay. Hebrew Israelite, and um, and what the Hebrew we are taught also um, that when we were born in the English, the English, the English itself condemned us in the way of not knowing our own our own language, 
our own 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 ways of before our ancestors came to this country. Um, uh-huh. We know that when words are breaking down, I can you I can use the word love, and what you see in the English is um, just the word love, and it may say unconditional by the definition you read in the book. But when we read it in Hebrew, we know that when we find the word love, actually is ahava. When we find that word and we see it in Hebrew, we know that even in the word ahava, that we see that in the letters itself, there's a formula to where we know there's a deeper meaning behind just the singular word. You understand what I'm saying? Can you spell that? Can you spell Um, that? Right. Mm -hmm. It's A-H. Is A H A V A H. Okay. Uh-huh. When, when you when you see when you see the words like that, we know that you can go back and you can find um, there's formulas within these words that that gives you a deeper meaning. In the case of formula, I mean, let's say in the Hebrew, we understand it that when we say a word, either we can touch, smell, uh, hear taste when it comes to that there's always a a um a, 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 a connection to whatever we 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 uh say in life if we say the words let's say like i say just a simple word god um uh-huh. we don't say we don't say god we call him by we know his name cuz we know when we when we utter it off our tongue we release power into the into uh-huh. the uh word into the world so in the same way with this word love here, when we talk when we talk to our brothers about it, we have to we have to break them down from what we all were taught as young men. This is why mm-hmm. we don't this is why we don't know love like we should and then we always talking about getting married, um, wanna find a wife and all that kind of stuff and then when things don't work out, you know, as they should, we find out um the truth is some of the problems is in us. We should have knew mm. love better than what we should have in the first place. <laughs> you know, because you, yeah. you learn to love, you know, unconditionally, like you say in English, but we know to love not just unconditionally, but further, you know, than that. And uh, and that's something mm-hmm. that, that we have to learn to do. And our English uh, Western culture, let's say, like for the Christian church, not saying that they mm-hmm. don't love their wives or anything like that. We're not saying that. But mm-hmm. we're taught a deeper form of what love is. It's it's love when it's love when 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 somebody gets hurt, uh somebody may get burned or something and now they look different. You know, or or something's happened, you done lost some money, you still know how to love. You know, things mm-hmm. like that because you know that's all you got and that's why you keep going because your love is a is a is a rooted in built up love. That's, that that is produced from, I say God again, God Himself or the Source, okay. Uh-huh. And we really teach our brothers from the standpoint of applying that love, not just in their hearts but in their minds also. That you can't tell another. A lot of people look at us crazy because we we actually can tell each other. Our brothers, we we always tell each other we love each other or something like that because we do. But in the Western uh-huh. culture, when you see hear that type of stuff, people look at you crazy, you know. <laughs> like, why do you say that? You know, you just told another man you love him, you know. But that's how we're right. taught to do it, you know. Right. And that's what love right. is, and we show that kind of action. 
So you can be taught, you can be taught this type of love. Yes. You can, yes. It's, it's not a, it's not an NA, because we were talking about Eros love last week, and it was more of a sensual touching, that type of love, which people confuse with love that is deeper, uh, sort of like the uh, explanation that you just had in the in the husbands, not that one loves any more than the other, but it's equated or watered down to just a, a pure action. And, and when you say, like, love with the type of love you're talking about, the scripture that I think of is about loving your enemies. Now, I'm right. not sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Well, like, I know that it's there. It's there just mm-hmm. as well as if you love me, keep my commandments. That's there. That's, that's, I don't care what book you put, pick up, what uh, higher power you believe in. There is those verses which to me are commandments. It's mm-hmm. like telling you that this is what you got to do. It's not like an option. It's not like if, you know, you might want to think about doing this. It's more like this is what it is. God is love. If you love me, keep my commandments and to love your enemies. Like how, how do you, how can you love an enemy? Like how, mm. I, it's got to be agape love to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it takes a, it takes that. Um, if one is if one is honest with himself, I don't care if you're a study of the, the Hebrew uh, or not. There's a reason that they're called the enemy in the first place, because uh-huh. number one, they're called the enemy because they also they may have done something to hurt you, or uh-huh. they may be on the act upon doing something to hurt you. So for someone who who may say that, uh, oh, I just love my enemy, you know, I, you know, I question that person, you know, I already question them okay. <laughs> when, they, when right. they say that, you know, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I understand what they're saying because I know even that kind of love, it takes practice. You know, Ooh. I can't, yeah. I can't see you out here telling me that, um, you know, you don't get along with so-and-so that hasn't done Really, really nothing too bad for you to get not to go along with them with, but then in church all of a sudden you saying you love your enemy, or out here in the streets uh-huh. all of a sudden you, you you love your enemy when you cannot uh-huh. you know treat the one well at your job because you know they they uh-huh. they have done something to offend you in your job, you know they're not your uh-huh. enemy on the job, you just didn't agree uh-huh. with what they did or whatever, but yet you don't get along with them, but yet you say you get along with an enemy and you love them. Uh-huh. That's why right. I, I watch people. I watch people. Type uh-huh. of love takes practice. It's a, it's, uh-huh. it's a lifetime. It takes practice. Um, uh-huh. Because people 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 are fickle. You know, <laughs> they they'll change uh-huh. on you. And and if you can't yeah. handle that, you know, then how could uh-huh. you possibly say that you can you can handle loving an enemy like like the scriptures tell you to? I think the uh, scriptures uh-huh. also tell you to to. Um, Modify yourself daily. Now, if yes. you don't know how to grow daily, then how could uh-huh. you say that you actually love an enemy? So the uh-huh. people who say that they actually love their enemies and, and, and just walk around like they drinking out of a holy water fountain or something, you know, I kind of stay away from them people. You know, I, I don't too. believe that. I think you have to um, you have to execute by practicing, you know, these things and and that and that type of love. You know what, what we're talking about now. It takes constant uh-huh. practice just to build those guys right. up and teach those guys that that we know 
um, out here that we're teaching, et cetera. Uh-huh. This is, a, I mean, this is an uh-huh. everyday tool. I, I, I may be one of the, the elders, but still, I have to practice uh-huh. it. You know, uh-huh. because the day I stop practicing, you know, I'd probably be in trouble. Does it become an automatic, like, response? Because I'm going to tell you, like, I didn't think that, like, I don't think I, I I'm, I'm sure I don't hate anybody. I don't hate anybody mm-hmm. because that's just a strong word. But, like, right. I... And, and and removing yourself from the having to deal or be exposed to somebody that you don't really like is not really to me a practice of anything. If if you yeah. if you move yourself from it, then you ain't exposed to it, so you don't even. It's like out of sight, out of mind. Whereas if right. you're mm-hmm. in say like a relationship. Now, I know we're talking about agape love, and a lot of people like to associate that with just the spirit of a person or just right. the uh, governing of your soul part of your person. But doesn't it bleed into, like, even romantic love? Because I don't think that it was a mistake for the Bible to even relate love of God and church to husband and wife, because that's in there. I can't right. quote it verbatim but how does that how how can you know for sure because life changes like life changes mm-hmm. things are not going to be the same so the same right. changes that you can see with a friend you can also see with your p- partner mm-hmm. how are you supposed to love something that is drastically different than mm-hmm. what you expected or started with okay i think um I think I think though I think first of all that it has to to um to run in you know with your partner love has this agape love it has to run in into the relationship um, with the partner um, it, it, it must um, I think also we have to go back to where it says that that connection um, that other person who's receiving vice versa flip it away it may do there has to be that that connection there. Now, if one of the individuals don't don't understand this type of love and and its worth and its weight, et cetera, uh-huh. um, the relationship could find itself being doomed in the first place. Because uh-huh. um, now you got one individual looking at love in this kind of way and actually trying to work at it, and then you have this one here that's 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 not for the bend, you know, and not for the uh-huh. perceived love like this, and, uh-huh. and 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 graduating in manners that the other partner may be. And when it's when it's not happening, you can uh-huh. find yourself. I'm sorry, you can find. I mean, it don't, it don't matter who it is. You can find yourself in trouble, and um, okay. as far as that particular race, relationship, because the root of all the love that that are in the Greek, the root of all the uh-huh. love, to be honest with you, agape is is the foundation of those loves. Should be the foundation of those loves, no matter what. Those type of loves, no matter what. If if it's not, then you know there's doom. You know, I don't care if it's uh-huh. doom as far as just the basic relationship in the bedroom or whatever uh-huh. it is, there's uh-huh. doom because that it has to be that type of um love within every aspect of um the marriage, whatever it may be. Uh-huh. It ha it has to be that. That's why we should examine we should examine uh-huh. people how they handle, you know, situations, how they handle pressure, how they handle this and that, and, and a lot of times we don't do things like that because, to be honest with you, uh, with you, those type of things, as far as in life, they can change uh-huh. people. Um, 
people's uh, mindset about love in a matter of hours, be, believe it or not, right. <laughs> and it can be forever. Uh-oh. And you're right. Yeah. And that yes. and that is a scary thing because it can be mm-hmm. just like that for a minute, but then their whole perception about um, love or whatever can can affect them in a way they can carry for the next twenty five years. And um, that's why we need to understand being grounded in correctly, grounded in it. It sounds like you're saying if God is not in it, then it's Mm going to be hard to maintain it. And I'm going to tell you, the church, just the building or the institution, Mm -hmm. not anyone in particular, Mm -hmm. you know, that's like the hospital for the person, the spirit Mm -hmm. and their soul. It's like a hospital. And, like, if that place is corrupt, to start with, right. it's like going to mm-hmm. an infected hospital. If you're already sick and then you go there and they don't have that understanding that people are mm-hmm. going to come here undone, you can. I think that's one of the major reasons why there are so many people who are lost and who do search for God through these quote-unquote other love venues like music, like sex, mm-hmm. like travel. I mean, they're looking for love in some in things when it's not a full experience that you can carry everywhere you go. That's why I've always wondered why um, money and love is always, like, torn, put together as, you know, oil and water when they can coexist together, but uh, particularly the scripture says that it's the love of money. That right. can corrupt mm-hmm. a person, and right. mm-hmm. for you for you to be able to put a, a love idea which is not um, tangible on something tangible, like explain that to me because I think I kind of understand that, but mm-hmm. a lot of people just think that you can't be of God and still be prosperous, which I, I think you can. How how do you okay. explain that when people ask you Hold about you that type? Say, say that part, that last part again for me, one more time. Like the 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 love of money and mm-hmm. um, prosperity. For some people, they feel like if you have too many good things in life, mm-hmm. or monetary gain, that you can't mm-hmm. be like God sent. Like it's it's a it's a, like a contradiction. I, I know particularly like. My mom just feels mm-hmm. like certain churches that are just mega churches, they're too big. There's no way that God, like they, they minimize God to him not being able to be present there because it is so overworked with what you see on the outside. Everybody's driving Bentleys. Everybody's got big, fine homes, and there's just grandness and everything, and it seems to glorify the money rather than um, God and, like, mm-hmm. I, I think it's possible for you. To, I don't think that you're supposed to be a pauper. I don't think you're supposed to be right. the bottom because who would aspire to be like you spiritually if you looking broke in your walk? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like if, if you don't look good and you don't, you know, I'm not saying you have to have the best of everything, but you just don't, right. you just don't show prosperity. So why would I think that mm-hmm. you're prosperous in any other way if your form is bad? But some people do okay. get caught up in the things. But how, what is there something that can keep you well balanced with mm-hmm. the stuff versus okay. the love of the stuff? Okay, I understand. Shane, I'll say this. What I was... um. I guess it was about 10 years ago, 
Um, that individual, they told me, you know, um, what I see, I see your passion. I see your passion for what you do. I see what you do, and I know you mean well by a lot of people. And um, this is actually during my, my Christian walk. Um, and they were like, and they also told me, but people won't follow you, you know, if you don't have the nice things, if you don't have et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Even though I know you're good, I know you personally, you know, mm-hmm. that you're good. But I'm just saying that people watch, they see things, you know, mm-hmm. and they want to know, you know, how you got that, and then you're able to tell them God did it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And I understood, I understood what that brother was saying, you know, although I, in my heart I disagreed, you know, with him. I think mm-hmm. I told him I disagreed with him. And mm-hmm. um, even even what I may have right now today, things I may accomplish is because of um, military, whatever, retirement, et cetera. But at the same time, I know mm-hmm. that that because of how I search for him, my love for him, and continuing mm-hmm. to search for him, I know for myself personally, I only have the um, the nice things because of how I searched after him. I didn't ask nobody for a dime. I didn't didn't go hunt a dime. I never charged anybody to get anything. But I know that he can bless because of because of obedience. Mm-hmm. You know, my love, you know, for his word and for his truth and obedience and searching is how I may have these things. But at the same time, he's not going to mm-hmm. let me go overboard and just 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 sit there and, and, and lunch off and have all these nice straggling boats and all this, he's not going to do that. Because, number one, he knows that deep down, even though I may be the man that's, that's distributing his word and I, and I may love him, he's mm-hmm. not going to let me do things like that to get me sidetracked if I'm obedient in the way that I should be because he wants mm-hmm. me to stay focused on him. Now, the danger of this is, People, I say this all the time. I know, I know that uh, what appeared to look like a blessing, you know, mm-hmm. it cannot be a blessing sometimes. It can be actually mm-hmm. uh, what we call a curse for some individuals. But people don't understand that sometimes Satan can can distribute things of this world too, and people get attached to that because that is our flesh, and you have to mm-hmm. constantly strive after the love. Of um, the father with the, the type of the love that we're talking about, the agape love. We have to constantly mm-hmm. strive out to him to understand the difference. But some people mm-hmm. they don't know the difference, and therefore they seek mm-hmm. the thing rather than the heart of the father. Because mm-hmm. I know after seeking the heart of the father, the things that that he that he knows that I can handle, etc. He's going to place those things there, all because I position myself in a place where his heart is. And therefore, I never leave the foundation of the love that he that he's given me. If something comes out of the blue that looks just so mm-hmm. amazing, I'll I'll question that mm-hmm. because I know that that I don't I don't think that will be something that he wants me to have because I'm not I'm mature to handle what I can handle. I'm I'm gonna put it to you like this, but mm-hmm. something that I know that's way out of my league, I don't even look that direction. I know. And people, but how do you know? Because to me, because I, in the Christian church, we're we're taught that you're a chosen people, and that mm-hmm. you. And the Bible even says you will be the head and not the tail. You are. You have favor, you know, mm-hmm. 
even when you're not worthy of it. So if something, because to me, I would think there's got to be him. It's Especially when it matches what my need is. But you're saying mm-hmm. that sometimes you have to have some other discernment to know who is being right. sent from. Because it takes you out. Oh. That the thing can take you out of the out of the position. One mm-hmm. thing you know about his love, his love keeps you in a place to where you you get comfortable and you know that that love and you know it's the father. Just like you with, with with your husband or your 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 dad and your your mom or whatever it may be, they know each mm-hmm. other. They know each other very mm-hmm. well, and they know when each other mm-hmm. are loving each other or whatever it may be. You know when your husband or who are, you know you know. Mm-hmm. In the same way, mm-hmm. when you're in the position of, of of his love, he's not gonna let a thing come and take you out of that because it kills your pattern to stay obedient to where. Where he want, what he wants for your life, and anything that takes you off that pattern or that position, I have to question it, and I know that it can't be of the father. And there have been many things that I said I wanted and I could have gotten, but uh-huh. I knew good and well that that wasn't for me because it was going to take me off the plan, out of the comfort zone of what he had for me, and therefore me continue to try to grow in his. This is why his why we why we teach all the time his commandments are so important. Because mm-hmm. anything that takes us away from those commandments, we know that it's mm-hmm. not. If your mind is taken away from that or or, mm-hmm. or your heart, I'll make another example. I hear mm-hmm. people say, you know, God bless me with this, this nice big home or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Father loves you. He loves you. Mm-hmm. This, this, this concrete love that we're talking about, he loves mm-hmm. you so much that I believe that you know when something looks like an opportunity for you to have something greater or bigger, mm-hmm. that if it takes you from his comfort zone, and I'll give you an example of taking you from your comfort zone, when you go get that big home, now you got to go and work 30, 40 more hours, and you can't get your time to go the way you're supposed to. Right. That's right. taking you okay. away from the from his pattern of love that that you can no longer really reside in uh, 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 yeah. uh, 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 get comfort in because you're out doing yeah. something. You're now taking away from your time, and um, that's that's how we know his his perfect love for us. The thing, the the thing, or the blessing, or whatever it may be, would never take us from that type of love. And we have to be um, yeah. that time with him in love. We have to be careful, and this is why we, this is why we believe in things like honoring, like Sabbath, things like that. Because people, mm-hmm. when we say Sabbath, we're not talking about how a lot of people just go to church. This is time. This is time for us to relax and just think about how good He's been to us, His love for us, how much you love mm-hmm. Him. That's what Sabbath mm-hmm. is. It's rest, not being around what, what is that, that phone. Is that, <laughs> is that Saturday? Is that Saturday? Yes, at a yes, certain Saturday. time. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's. Okay, what is the and see I'm just interested in understanding the reasons why I, I, I it's hard for me to approach people who practice something different without sounding like I'm being just plain right. nosy. But I'm just trying to understand like oh, what, what's the significance. Um what what 'cause I know Sabbath is at a certain point on Saturday to right. a certain mm-hmm. point on Sunday, right? Actually, it's um, Friday, Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, but we call Friday the uh, preparation going into the Sabbath. Mm-hmm. 
And um, mm-hmm. Saturday, Saturday will be actually Saturday call and um, to sundown. And um, mm-hmm. that's the end of Saturday. So you don't Saturday, do anything. Saturday sundown, Saturday, so sundown have... I relax. <laughs> Saturday sundown, you're done, you're in. Right. I try my best to format myself around that, Um, Uh my my job, et cetera. If if they try to have me working in that period, I make sure that I get my time to where I can be alone with my father and I can concentrate and focus on him, things like that. And I I actually told my wife that I wanted to be to a point to a T that phones and all that stuff is a shut off. You know, mm-hmm. and my time. And see, I, thought yeah, I thought it was like that. I thought it was like that. I thought it was. That's, that's what, what it's supposed to be. Okay. And we, in the Christian, and because I was raised Pentecostal, I was raised mm-hmm. what they call Holy Rollers. That's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. A lot of that mm-hmm. was a lot of traditional things. But what they would do is there would be a the first week of every month there would be a fasting week and all of the mm-hmm. things that were of distraction to you that you per- you you were supposed to personalize for yourself some things but collectively as a church certain things we wouldn't do mm-hmm. and we would also do it the week before the national convention so that we would be as pure and as removed from the rest of the world as possible so stuff like we wouldn't have any TV there would be certain types of foods that we would eat. Um, you wouldn't participate in certain activities consistently mm-hmm. for a five-day period. And because what? I didn't, and I was raised in that and I was a child, I didn't understand that. It is the same type of consecrating yourself that you're supposed to do before you even go into the church. I don't understand that now. But, like, as a child, we was just, we was banned. That's what it felt like. We were just banned. Yeah. Doing certain things where your mind hadn't changed. And now, as an adult, I see that that is just the same significance as your showing um, respect to the Sabbath. You're setting right. some specific time that is nobody else's but for you and for your father. Right. And, and, and nobody can interrupt that. And when you make that place, it's just, it's almost like a rescue, uh, you know, the holiness church, they get in the closet. That's what they call it. Mm-hmm. Go get right. in, in mm-hmm. a quiet place in the closet and talk to him away from everybody else. But if you're able to do that in your head, some of the physical right. stuff, I don't even know if it's, it's even necessary if you can if mm-hmm. you can get to that point. Um, yeah, I'm going to take can. a quick little commercial. Okay. I'm going to take a quick little commercial break, and then we'll come right back. Because I want to talk about whether or not um, this agape love can find you if you're not looking for it. Because in some okay. other religious ways, it seems like it just is, it'll just fall on you. I, I didn't know if, if, if agape works that way. Just one second. Okay. The first impression is a lasting impression, so what you look like does matter. Start the year off with a new look, a change, a beginning for 2015. Portia at Soho's Beauty Salon specializes in silk press and full head extensions. She's located at 231 State Farm Parkway, Homewood, Alabama. Or you can call for an appointment at 205-807-1736. Tell her the Empress. 2015 is a new year, so don't look old. Get a new look, a new you at Vamoose. 
Salon. Kegalure at Venus Salon specializes in making a basic look bang. Located at 703 3rd Avenue North Birmingham or call 205-234-2743 and ask for Kegalure. Tell her the Empress sent you. We are back, and that was just a little intermission because I had to get my my mind is blowing up like I'm just doodling all over this paper, Mister Mister Scott, because some of this I think I knew, some of this I hadn't even thought in the same terms. And of course, tonight we're still talking about love, but we're talking about agape love and the way that it is basically the father of all of the other types of love and without it it's going to be pretty difficult to actually experience any of the others and we were talking just now about love and and and, and agape love with regard to relationship and of course you know that everybody you know you even mentioned it before I even got to it people in divorce people leaving relationships People can't keep relationships. People bailing out before it even gets started good. Um, um, I have been divorced for now, since 2009, whatever that is, 2009, 2010. Um, Like on paper, that's how it happened on paper. I was married for 10 years and, and, and divorced then. And in my head, it's still like I'm still removing myself from that mindset and trying to understand whether or not I'm worthy of, you know, being in a relationship, having the love experience, wondering if I ever even really experienced it the way it should be because, like, the the mindset that I have now, I, it might have could have worked better had it not had some other factors because, like you said, God don't want you to be in something that is not wholesome for you because he does love you, but at the same time, what exactly is a reason then for separating yourself from love? Does does is there a certain um, Hebrew uh, uh, path that you know says you can do this, but you can't do that? Because in the Christian church, it's just I don't even know what they. I don't even know really what they practice because it just depends because. For one set of Christians, you might say that infidelity is a way to get out. Um, Mm -hmm. And others say, no, that is not. He has to die. Actually, I was raised in a church where when you said before the church, literally till death do us part, it was literal. So I made a point not to say that because I wasn't going to lie and say that until I wrote my mm-hmm. vows, but I said until love shall last. And I look back now, and I'm not sure that I had even any resemblance of agape-type love. I think I was in a whole different um, sub-realm of love. I, I didn't have the right kind of love to start with, so I don't know mm-hmm. what I was in. So how, how what what is, God doesn't want us to divorce. What are we supposed to do? when we know this is not producing love, like you say? What are we supposed okay. to do? All right, I'm, I'm going to say this first. Um, okay. we are, well, death is one way that um, that marriage is um, resolved or ended. Um, but even in, I think you mentioned uh, infidelity, uh, whatnot, that is that is um, a route if that is the option that's cho- chosen. Um, but we have to realize, too, that... Um, Yeshua, uh, who you call Jesus, you know, he uh-huh. actually, he actually, if there's a mean that it can be worked out, 
then work it out. But a lot of people they choose not, you know, to work it out, which is which is honorable. You know, they can do what they want to do in that way also. But um, you know, I guess in a lot of cases when we um talk about love and we all have been through something, you know, like that. I've been through divorce myself. Um, but we all, if we really look at it, in some cases, in some cases, not okay. all, could love okay. the love actually that, that, that the father actually permitted us to have. Could it work out some of these situations? I think it could have in many cases mm. because, number one, we have to come to a point of uh, forgiving if we're going to get back in his love, you know, like we're supposed to, his standard. So that's an option, you know, but if again, it's if we choose, but if we don't, we still have to come to that point of understanding what forgiveness is. But, um, but your second, what was your second question again on there? I just want to touch on that. I just don't don't know. Okay. The infidelity was the one part. And if we are Mm -hmm. going to divorce, like you said, the infidelity you think can be worked out. What are the grounds then for, yeah, you just need to get a divorce? Like, what, what are those then? Well, um, well, if it's just too too hard for the individuals to uh, to go on, I mean, it depends um, if, it's, if that individual um, just can't take it because then again, you don't want to be in something and, and don't know how to work it because then that, that can be more hurt than the infidelity itself. And you get yeah. to a point where you actually start hating one another, and then you start then you start to say things um, will not only hurt you physically, but um, you hurt yourself spiritually. But you know, sometimes some people hurt themselves, each other physically, to where one of them is um, taken out of his life, and we don't want that because that has happened. And that's one of those mm-hmm. cases again to where that needs to be a split apart uh, when somebody is, is about to do something like that. So we we have to be. Be, be be mindful of that, and we have seen those things happen before. Somebody actually killing somebody because of that, um, which mm. is, you know is something we don't need to let get to that part. But uh, we right. know that his his love his love can be a, a love that can heal, but it takes mm-hmm. a person who wants to heal, you know, who wants mm-hmm. to who wants to um, preserve their marriage, etc. Because mm-hmm. I've seen that happen in marriages, but yet. You would think that that never happened, you know, because yeah. you wouldn't see because they actually love each other, you know, they oh. really do. But unfortunately, uh, situations like that occur, you know. Mm-hmm. Does it does it find you? Because that was the other the other question. Mm-hmm. Because you know, some people haven't been married, and <laughs> I hear I hear I I actually I don't know if I ever yes I have I've heard some married people say oh I love him, you know, talk about their mate or whatever. I hear more people who are not married say that they love a person, do things that are loving uh, in definition or just an example, the whole respect, the love, the desire to have a relationship and fulfillment and stuff. And then people, when they get inside of a marriage, they end up just being like they don't even, they feel like they act as if they're jailed. They act as if there is no no active participation and happiness and things like that. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but people don't even, I mean, the the, the, the statistics say that there's a 80-some-odd percent chance that if you've been mar- mar- married and divorced once that you will 
divorced a second time, and even mm-hmm. I think it's even up to fifty percent for third marriages. Like mm-hmm. so, it's like if you are experiencing or what people think that they're experiencing um, the the jubilance of life, the expression of living and love and all of that without being married, is marriage a necessity to have agape love? Or can you have agape love and just, like, date? And I know agape love is not sex, I, yeah. but I mm-hmm. do feel like that sex is just the physical expression of some emotional happening. And people have sex for all crazy reasons, and love is yeah. one of them. And if, and, if, and if you love someone and you're experiencing this agape emotion and that sort of thing, how can that sex be wrong and then does it necessitate marriage? I know mm-hmm. that's a lot to ask, but I want to ask. Okay. I really okay. want to we'll know start that. Off, we'll start off with the, the uh, part where you said, can love find you. Am I right? Yes. Okay. Love find you. All right. I I say this to some people also. I hear them say, let's go ahead and get this out of the way, that I fell in love. You know, that's 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 scary. Uh, first of all, uh, anything that falls to me, when it when it hits the bottom, it usually breaks or it gets hurt. So um, I, I would never say um, use the word fall, or anything like that. And um, you know, but I think those are just expressions we use without actually thinking. But I believe when it comes to 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 love finding you. Hmm. I think that first of all, it is very important that that we position ourselves in order to um to be loved. And when I say position ourselves, we got to be available. We have to be yeah. available. And and when we are available, if we're um if we have the the, the criteria of love, if if it's going to be the love of Yah, the love of God. Then if, uh-huh. if that love is going to find you, then I believe you're going to be in order. You're going to be in some kind of order. But I don't believe that if love finds you, that um, that you're going to be out of order. Um, especially if it's, a, if it's the father mate for your life, he's not going to send nobody and you out of order. I don't I don't believe that he will do that because he's already putting the one who he's prepared to send. Already mm-hmm. in a already in a risk factor of being with somebody that's not even prepared, and I think that is um, that is critical. But yeah, I think that um, we we must position ourselves, you know, to be loved. And when I say that, mm-hmm. make our heart be conditioned and our mind be conditioned, you know, to accept love, love well, correctly. You got you got to tell me what that means because okay, I have a call on the line and your line is open if you want to say anything and I'm gonna say this because I love talking to her. She just is very open and honest and she said this show has got me all up in my feelings right now. I'm gonna hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I got time, bitch. I was feeling just fine. I was watching no. Empire. Now this show got me all fucked up, and I'm finna hang up. Don't you hang up? Don't you hang up? Yes, I'm in. No, let me tell you this. 
because just like he said at the beginning of the show, this, I, I promise you, I really believe that the essence of everybody is love. And, the, and and when you experience it in its fullness, not just the lust, not just the uh, wanting to be apart, not just the I don't want to be lonely, when you have an, the essence of the fullness of it, like you can enjoy life and you don't actually have to be with someone to have this experience. So, like, when you are saying you have to be conditioned, you got to be ready. Because, see, to, for a woman, like, I'm going to just say me, for a woman like me, like, I, I, I'm not perfect and I'm not totally together. I'm not I'm not ripped up with muscles. You can't see my abdominal six-pack. Mm-hmm. You're going to see a little chick. My house going to be a little dirty. I'm going to be mm-hmm. a little bit late on bills every now and then. But to me, that's Make, I'm making it happen the best way that I can. Of course, if I had right. a little bit more time, a little bit more money, a little bit more gym time, all of those things would probably get in check. But that's just, to me, that's just where I am. So I'm not perfected. But when a man says that what I've learned in just talking with people, that means something totally different. It's not a, even about presentation. It's about capability of finances. It's about uh, one of 401ks, it's about how many children, who's going to pick up the kids, it's about some other stuff. So when you say you have to be prepared in a way that your heart, like talk to my girlfriend here because she's not married and she, right now she's trying to hang up and we don't want her to hang up. We want her to, <laughs> to understand what you mean from a man's point of view, what it means to be prepared for love to find you, literally. Like what? what okay. is that? Okay. Uh, is she is she's but she's about to talk or you want? <laughs> do you want to say Do you want to do you want to explain why you're in your feelings and ready to hang up? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not that I haven't you know conditioned myself or um, even prepared myself, but in this dating game, you know, it, it, that's just what it is. It's a game. And unfortunately, I'm in Atlanta, and it's so many. It's 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 the thirst is real, and it's it's so many nothing ass men that um that just get whatever because it's just thirsty women. So they'll take whatever, and I'm just not willing to do that. So mm-hmm. it's um it's well, I'm too I'm too independent, or um you don't need a man. No, I don't need no nothing ass man. No, I, I won't. That's not even that's that's not gonna be nowhere near me. So I I, I just choose to, to do me. And if I wanna deal with you, I deal with you and if I don't, I won't. Or if I want you to hit it and go home, that's just what it is. Make sure you have a ride because I'm not going nowhere, we can meet somewhere else. But it's just it's it's not it's, to me it's like not even worth conditioning myself because I guess the situation, I don't know if it's my location. I mean, I don't know because I am a single mom, like like before. Um, my house is a little ratchet sometimes, but I clean up before he get here. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I just, I mean, I don't ask for anything, you know. I do occasionally pay a bill late, but that has nothing to do with him or them because they don't know all of that. Um, I, well, do have mm-hmm. a wall, I do have a wall up. Um, because I'm just, I'm not going to file for the okie doke anymore. I'm 34 years old. So okay. I was, I was a young fool. I'm not going to be no old one. Okay. 
All right. Well, let's speak about that wall. Let's speak about that wall. What is what exactly is that wall, and what is what are the components of why that wall is up? Um, being a young fool, <laughs> to make a long story short, um, I met my child's father when I on my twenty first birthday. It went really fast or whatever. We were together for all of nine years, and mm-hmm. we lived together, everything. It was a big, happy family. Um, and his wife inboxed me on Facebook, who I had no idea who the hell she was. I didn't even know he was married. Okay. So um, that's, that's part of the wall. Well, okay. that's, that's the brick wall. There's, there's no... There's no room for air. There's no nothing can seep through this brick cemented wall, and mm-hmm. I am jaded. Okay. Mhm. And uh, and that and that is and that is enough to have a wall. You know, obviously it is, and and is to be respected. You know, as well. But at the same time, you know, while that wall is there, um, that individual, uh, whomever it may be, uh, of course, I wouldn't speak speak bad about him or anything like that. You know, I still view him as possibly being a man, a man of God one day, and then I speak that to him, even though I'm not even talking to him. But, um, but at the same time, you can't let the wall that you built, which you rightfully have that wall to be there, is for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. for your life. Because if you if you um gonna reposition yourself to one day have, you know, that gift be delivered unto you you'll miss it because the wall is there. And not saying that, that the wall should just be just torn down so quickly because in the same way, I know all too well men can come from all different directions and they not be one. And they can make that wall become thicker and higher. And um, mm-hmm. so in your in your conditioning, when I say conditioning, in your own conditioning, the love that I'm talking about here. Um, that actual condition, the conditioning, helps you see what is quality that you can possibly let you know come near your life. Because um, if, if you're not going to condition that, in, in other words, I'm saying there are some conditions that somebody has to meet, you know, uh-huh. in order to come closer. And then, and uh-huh. then when they do, they can understand that wall, and they can understand and see why that wall is there, and they not make those same mistakes. You know, also, so at the same time, even though the wall may be there, still there, there has to be some, some bricks that you have to remove. You know, also because um, it's it'll be hard for him. It'd be hard for even the father to work a miracle on your heart if if, if you won't let the wall down. You have to sometime, but then at the same time, you know, condition yourself for whoever may arrive because they need to understand the conditions. You understand what I'm saying? You know, for you, because um, you know nobody nobody wants to be alone. Nobody wants to be alone. I don't care who we are, man, woman, whatever. Nobody wants to be alone. You know, when it comes down to it, and everybody deserves to be loved the proper way that they should be. I told my mama that. I told my mama. I said I'm not gonna be you because <laughs> she wants to act as if. That it's okay, and and I'm not saying that you have to have a significant other, but I'm saying what? you mm-hmm. have to have the ability to share that reciprocal love. I ain't talking about mm-hmm. sexual love. I ain't talking about romantic what? love. I'm just talking about you have you you can't just be living by yourself 
and living mm-hmm. in your own little world. That's like an island, and until she, I mean, she does, she experiences the love that she needs by doing things for other people, but I mm-hmm. want her to be on the receiving end sometimes. Like I want, I love, I love love like that. I love to see people like do good and always sewing, and you know that's great, that's beautiful. But can you just feel that sometimes because you need it too? Like you are not Jesus. You're not. You're not. This is how I feel. Like my my last um, I get, when you're around certain people, it's like I do not approve public affection. I don't care what you do in your bedroom is your bedroom, but outside of the bedroom, it should be nobody else's business. I think that is so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by like um, the office that I just uh, working was working in before, I was like I hated married people because every time the phone, I mean, my boss couldn't even go take a piss. Without him calling the office phone, and she didn't answer the office phone. He he was calling my cell phone, and he would call back to back to back to back. So I got out of my got out of my element. Was like, look, she in the bathroom, damn! And I hung up the phone. <laughs> so then it's like, if they not they talk, I'm like they talk all day long, and then he's in and out of the office, in and out of the office, and then all I hear is lip smacking and ass. Smacking, and I'm like, why do y'all do it? I felt like I was working at the zoo. I felt like I was working at the zoo. I felt like I was uh, at a circus. I felt like I was being punked the entire two years that I worked there because you want to displace um, uh, public affection, but also I thought it was one of those things where, like, she was trying to throw at me, I got him in, and blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, I don't understand. You don't have to do this. So I'm like, fuck being married. Y'all stupid. But see, I don't see to me her reaction, and I love you, Tariya. But your react that reaction to me is so evident of your not even knowing how to process that type of affection. Because what person don't smother me like that? To me, that's that's overkill. Like if you talk to your husband all day long at work, you talk all day long at work. And then um, you, 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 y'all kiss the faces and, and groping each other all day long. And and it's, what do you, the hell do you have to talk about when you get home? Is it, baby, I missed you? Well, hell no, you didn't miss me. You talked to me all day long. So, baby, how was your day? Well, I heard how your day was because I heard everything going on in your background. Because, so, what did you miss? You didn't miss anything. Like, you talked all day long. What the hell can you talk about at home? Mm. <laughs> I, I tell you, so I I I tell you like this. I don't understand. Like, like I don't understand. Can somebody, I don't get it. Because if I, I, if I miss you, I'm also going to say, Dang, I haven't talked to my boo all day. I miss you, babe. And that's going to make me, you know, hug on you and kiss all on you, but you done did this shit all day long, and then you go home to do what? That would drive me nuts. Like, that's overkill. Like, dang, I just told you. Not only did I just see you, I've been talking to you all day. You get on my nerves. Bye. That's that's my intake on that. I'll tell you this, sister. I'll I'll tell you like this. It's It's too much hell going on in the world for people to do things the wrong way. Uh. And when I see individuals doing it 
in a way that, you know, they married, you know, and and uh-huh. they're in love, whatever it may uh-huh. be. All I can say, you know, I don't. I, of course, I wouldn't be saying do, doing things like that on your job, your job. But you know, <laughs> but I'm, but at the same time, I'm like, take care of one another and and, and yeah. love one another. And if you have fun that way, you know, I guess that's your way. Okay, but, you know what? You know what? You know. If, this was a, if this was our first time jumping over the broom or saying I do, I might would be a little bit more um, sympathetic. But this is not her first time. This is her fourth husband. So you should be but all see, over that. That's the, but see, this is the thing. That might be exactly why she's not. Because I'm gonna tell you something, and I ain't. She I don't know. Like that. I don't she acting fool like that with all the men. To me, if you want to go back, <laughs> if we can go back to, all the way to the beginning. I think that the men um, call and check up on her like that because they don't trust her and they want to make sure she ain't what she's supposed to be. She's supposed to be what she at, and if she ain't, I'm gonna need to know why and what, how, how long has she been, how long did it take her to get there? Damn, she in the bathroom. Okay, I just want to make sure she's in the bathroom. So I'm call right back. That's so see, you done put you done put all of that situation on that lady. Uh-huh. I had she to might just, but she might just yeah. be excited to be in love because I know that it make me feel the opposite. I feel the total opposite. I feel yeah. the total opposite when I see people who are like you know, you can tell that they really care about each other. It's like right. they can't mm-hmm. keep their hands away from each other. And it's not it, it's like how did I even? I ain't, I never did that. Like I never did that. All the years that I was, I never had that type of experience. Never had any of that. Uh, what, what do you have to say, Walter? We're about thirty minutes before closing out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I agree. I, I just believe that <laughs> once again, we're we're in a world that things are just so negative now that um, you know, mm-hmm. you 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 class hold to who you have and have a good time mm-hmm. and. You know, because time is short. You never know when somebody can be cut away from you. Um, you know, I understand. I understand the order of what she's saying. I understand that. You know, and I guess it would be more in the area of respect. But, um, mm-hmm. but you know, we're in a day where love seems to be less. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I, I'm like, I'm like this. You know, love on. You know, and just don't mm-hmm. get caught on the copier. You know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Okay. You know, well, I, public affection makes me have a panic attack, and I can't do it. Hey, you never know. Yeah. Somebody may love you one day like that, and you may love them back. No know. way. That to me is embarrassing. My my palms will be sweaty. I will be sweat. Uh, my armpits will start sweating. To me, I just I, I can't. That's too much. I don't like that. <laughs> and see, all mm. of that is a reaction. It's, and I ain't trying to diagnose you good, but I'm just saying, like, some aversion that you have toward it is, like, almost like you're afraid that that can actually happen to you. And and mm-hmm. you put your – and I bet you, I bet you before all of the wall got put up, all of the bricks got put up on your wall, that you were somewhat similar to that when you was with him. Mm-hmm. When he no, got in town. No, I'm not – why are you smiling? Because I can hear the smile on your face all but, day over but I'm the seriously, phone. I, no, I've never been a fan of public affection. Now, when we're in the house, that's that's my business. That's what, but I, 
I don't want to see nobody's tongue going down somebody's throat. I just, that's, okay. I don't want to I do it. understand that. I understand that. But I'm not talking about the physical part of it. What you are having is an emotional reaction to seeing affection. It's, it's, I mean, like, and I know you're an affectionate person because I, I see how you love your daughter. I, I know that you like that whole feeling of expression, but the fact that it is from an adult man to an adult woman and it's romantic, that the uh, the reaction you're having is just really different. We're going to spray some agape love on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Taria, thank you for being so candid. She is always able to just make my talk that much easier and we're we going to wrap up uh, Wanda, if, do you have any events or anything that you'd like to say well I want to ask one more question about the Hebrew mm-hmm. Israelites, now what, mm-hmm. why was it something of a not let's, don't call me a pastor like what's the difference, between, what is what is that, like if I were, if uh, it was reverend, I think it was reverend no, we, don't, we don't believe in like I say, words like that being a and topics are given to us because we believe there is only one person who gives all reverence, and that is um, Yeshua. Oh, okay. uh, they call Jesus. We believe no man, um, no man could um, could possibly give such. We can only be messengers. Um, uh-huh. uh, in that in that order, there uh, we 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 believe that as far as in some areas of Christianity, when it comes to certain things, they they really taking some things way out of uh, proportion. Um, that uh-huh. is like non scriptural things of that fact. We try to stay very much to the to the book, um uh-huh. and not out of order at all. So things like that, uh names, we don't we don't want anything that exalt ourselves, you know, with anybody. Uh-huh. So we go by just the simple things of servants. Um uh-huh. some of them some of them uh like I say elders, you know, things like that. So that's what we do. You know, we just try to keep it very simple. And one other question I was going to ask about, what was it? It was um, like I know that in certain other religions, particularly I think in Catholicism, they, you know, they don't have to have a mate, a romantic Mm -hmm. love mate um, Mm -hmm. in a lot of the churches. You very rarely see any church that doesn't have a married pastor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's kind of odd. Do you think that, because um, in any other form of uh, counsel or any other <laughs> any other place where a person has not authority over you but has influence over what decisions yeah. you make or what have you, why is it um, possible that... Um, how can someone who's not experienced, like, say, a romantic relationship, like, I'm not going to let someone mm-hmm. even marry me who's not been married. I, I just, I, right. I, it's just my logical thinking. But do you think that, like, a man of your Yahweh would mm-hmm. be able to, like, function and be able to teach love without having the actual experience of it on a romantic level for couples? Because, you know, a lot of people, that's what the issue is. People need to yeah. have, like, human being to human being love. And in that usually is how they find, I think, mm-hmm. Yahweh. It's just my opinion. But mm-hmm. what, is, that, is that like you, because you have a wife. Right. Mm-hmm. 
right? And, and mm-hmm. that, like, is it okay for you guys to still lead without a wife and and talk about Yahweh love and that sort of thing? Um, we can uh, talk about his love, et cetera, and um, mm-hmm. but when it comes to the area of of counseling, that's for like romance things like that. Been a problem. Mm-hmm. I think that you want someone to be in that area that that experienced that. Um, myself, um, my my wife actually is a counselor, and um, mm-hmm. and so it, it kind of goes hand in hand with us, you know, because um, I counsel from a spiritual standpoint. She um, she has her education and everything in in the psychological uh, area, mm-hmm. and, and and so we kind of go hand in hand with things where we could, I guess flow pretty mm-hmm. easy in that area. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But, um, but, um, but again, um, I would never appoint someone to get that type of counseling from anyone that has yeah. not that experience. And I think um, a lot of times, as far as in many of the Christian churches, we think just because someone is called uh, bishop, pastor, reverend, or whatever, they are able to counsel. And um, mm-hmm. that's not entirely true. Um, matter of fact, some I think it's been some instances where some people were even sued for such, you know, bad mm. counsel, you know, and mm. the church was um, held responsible for that because of the bad counsel um, that they received and, and that that individual received. But um, I think that's where they, they just give all this power to one individual they're not even qualified for to um, take. Right. Um, that's why you should have people who are, who are elders that are that are in the in those places that that have been down that road, you know, that can give that type of counseling. Um, myself, even though I may know um, the scripture pertaining to to love, I think that it should be somebody that's a lot older than me, you know, that um, yeah. that gives that um, that type of counseling. Really, I can give you definition. I can give you what love is. But when it goes uh-huh. through the sway, the sway and the years, through the hard times and all that, it needs to be somebody uh-huh. much older than me, you know, to give uh-huh. that type of counseling. And, um, I mean, I can give just so much, but if you want somebody who's been um, who's been seasoned, probably the older, you know, you may want to talk to in, in, in cases uh-huh. a lot of times. But, you know, we can't let our pride get in the way if we want to see our brothers and sisters grow correctly. Yeah, well, I appreciate you coming on, and I think you did an excellent job. You are old enough for the Empire to teach us about love because we have learned a lot about agape love tonight, and I know everybody has enjoyed it. Well, thank you. (laughs) Now, do you have any particular way that you – uh-oh, turn that off. Okay. All right, my, my my hand clapping won't stop. Uh, is there a way that you would like for people to get in contact with you if uh, they would like to get in contact with you to get more information on this particular subject or any other subject? Okay, uh, well, they can reach me. I have an email. It's, it's um, actually at scott.walter95 at yahoo.com. And uh, also you can find me on Facebook at Walter, S-R-L, Benjamin Scott, and um, the name between Walter and Scott is Asar A S A R L E L Benjamin B E N Y A M I N. Now you can reach me on oh. any one of those sites there. 
Now, let me ask one other question because that just made me think of another. Do you have to rename yourself when you become a Hebrew Israelite? Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, actually, when we when we uh, rename ourselves, we basically um, we basically ridding ourselves of our old names, being that they are uh-huh. they were really names of uh, ex slave masters, etc. And uh, uh-huh. and we we uh, find our our names. Um, a lot of the names actually have um, great meaning behind them, and and this is just something that that a lot of us just chose to do. And um, you know, I think it's very important when you find your identity, and um, you you're just really um, just changing it as uh, mine will be a a name that will be permanent uh, legally uh, very soon, and um, and that's how you'll be able to reach me. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the Empire, and of course, you're welcome at any time if you like to participate in any other talks on love. We're going to be talking about different types of love for the rest of uh, January, and here's a short commercial, and then I will go Empire. I'm going to be good because I feel like I'm talking to the priest. Everything begins with an honest, open conversation. The Empire is exactly that place, and you can just weigh in. Listen or debate with others about topics ranging from childcare, sex, religion, and politics. We talk about the things that matter, the things we experience, and we make plans for how we can better live with change. Real talk, real people, real issues with real solutions. Call 646-478-5625 every Sunday and Wednesday at 8 Central on Blog Talk Radio to get Empire with the Empress. Or you can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash the Empire, where the Empress speaks and the Empire listens. Even though the Empire was born out of my personal experience and endeavors, the Empress welcomes everyone into the Empire. If you would like to be a guest, a co-host, or simply want to suggest a topic to be discussed, contact me by email at EmpressCooperDavison at gmail.com or by my website at www.TheEmpress.com. I'm here. I'm you. Well, tonight's show on Agape Love was not discouraging at all. It was actually a beautiful conversation with Elder... Uh, Walt Scott and I've learned so much. I think the things that are going to stick closest with me is his initial uh, definition um, as simply as you can get it just a consistent unquestioning uh, type of love that is uh, reciprocated. Uh, You give it out in its purest and most uh, godly form and it comes back to you that same way. By being wide open, uh, searching for a greater love, everybody has it. I think it is expressed. I think he was absolutely right with everybody needing it. Some people won't admit to it. And, yes, Tariel, yes, you too, honey. We are going to get that agape spray. Uh, And I think it uh, make light of that, but I think that all you have to do is just be surrendered and open and available to um uh, and what I call Jesus, what some call Yahweh, and others call other higher powers. And um, I think whether we are actually actively searching for it, I think to wake up every day, every day that you wake up, every day that you try to do better, uh, try to fix problems, try to make happy the people that you do 
say that you love or show that you love in your life. That is the search of him. I think that's just what we're all doing. Otherwise, we're just dumbing around on this earth for different time periods and all for nothing. The foundation of all other loves come from this love, and without God, you miss it. I think you just do. Um, People get caught up in being interpretive and being able to say this is exactly the way it's supposed to be and anybody not being in this way is not that is just that's just not it it's, it's, it's so much more than that and I think when you're full of this type of love it's just unquestioning and, and it doesn't even have to sometimes be explained I'm hoping this song is labeled correctly this is a song by John Legend and I heard it and I just like some of the words to it, and I hope this is the correct song. If not, I'm going to have to clip it and put something else to it. But it's called Secret Heart. Y'all have a good night. Secret Heart, what are you made of? What are you so afraid of? Could it be three simple words? Can't go through.
What's wrong? Let her in on your secret heart. 